Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Time for our first guest, and joining us on the line now is Professor Barry Shub, the chairman of the Ministerial Advisory Committee on COVID Vaccines. Professor, very good afternoon to you, and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Michael. Thank you for having me. Indeed. Great to have you on board, Professor, as we, well, they, I'm, I'm sure you will agree with every other listener, there is this bite in the air at the moment. Uh, we are certainly heading towards winter. I, I, I would say confidently we are now in the early stages of autumn, so we've got that threat of the flu, of influenza lurking in our, shall we say, in our vicinities. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to be looking at uh, flu vaccines. Would you say yeah. they are due now, or is there uh, some leeway? Yeah, I think this really is about the season now. As you say, there is a bit of a bite in the air. We are in autumn now. We're heading towards winter. Yes. And uh, this really is a time to consider particularly those people that are who should be vaccinated. Right. So those are the people who are vulnerable to the complications of flu. And uh, every year we actually go through the same recommendation, strong recommendation, uh, for those people to go and get uh, the flu vaccine timelessly. And the time is now, about now, you know, end of March, beginning of April, or into April, is really the time to get the vaccine, at least to give the vaccine some time to stimulate the immunity before winter really kicks in. Professor, can you just, uh, delve, can you just outline a bit, so uh, who exactly are we looking at? Who do you recommend, uh, should be receiving their vaccines at this stage? I mean, age-wise and population-wise, what are, who should be alerted, alerted to this? Yeah. I think there are actually two groups. Mm-hmm. One group uh, are the elderly, mm-hmm. uh, and there are various definitions of what elderly Indeed. is. Indeed. <laughs> but usually if, uh, it's over 60, over 65. Right. Uh, I think really should get the vaccine, irrespective of their health. Indeed. Even if they are fully healthy, fully fit, and so on. If you're over the age of 65 or over the age of 60, go and get your vaccine. Then we have a second group uh, are adults who are under, uh, under that age, but who do have some underlying illnesses chronic lung disease or chronic heart disease or the diabetics. Sure. Um, you know, those people who are also vulnerable to the complications, pneumonia and so on. And also in that group are the pregnant women. We do recommend pregnant women to be vaccinated to protect the unborn child because the unborn child, also, which I said the newborn child, uh, is also does carry a certain vulnerability to flu. So it's those groups who are vulnerable to complications and the elderly. Those are two main groups which we do strongly recommend to get vaccinated. Other individuals, yeah, it's optional. I would say that they should. You know, it's a nasty uh, illness. Can you, particularly uh, if absenteeism is a problem, uh, you want to prevent it. Yeah. Professor, um, how many vaccines would you say one should have uh, during the course of the year? Well, you know, three vaccines are one-off, and it's, it's annually. It's annually before, uh, in, the, in the autumn before the winter season. Uh, it's one shot. Okay. And that's sufficient enough. Okay. So, um, uh, can, can one be concerned about uh, anything regarding the vaccine? Not really. It's a pretty sad vaccine. It really is. Some people do feel a little bit off a day or two afterwards. Sure. Uh, which is well controlled with uh, a panada or an aspirin or something. Uh, you have a little bit of a tenderness in the arm again for a day or two. But they, it's really a pretty safe vaccine. Um, and the side effects are, other than that, are extremely rare.
Indeed. Professor, um, I'd like to delve into something deeper. What is the difference? I'm sure many people are very curious about the difference between COVID and flu, because I did introduce you as uh, the chairman of the Ministerial Advisory Committee on COVID vaccines. So what precisely is the difference? Well, these are two completely different viruses. They're unrelated to each other. Mm -hmm. And they do cause a different... There is a lot of overlap, because COVID often does produce symptoms which look like flu. Indeed. Um, but there are some symptoms of COVID which are sp- uh, specific to COVID. Right. Um, and it's COVID does tend to be more severe. Uh, it is a more severe illness and more complications. Um, there's, in fact, even a higher mortality, although that's fortunately coming down quite markedly, but still higher than flu. Okay. Uh, so isn't, yeah. So the- most, most, most people tolerate that pretty well. All right. Okay. Thanks for for clarifying that one. Professor, what would you now recommend as effective measures to guard against uh, influenza? To guard against flu? Yes. Yeah, look, you know, uh, I must tell you that the masks and uh, and all those precautions that you use for COVID, they work equally as well for flu. Right. But, you know, people now are not really masks, are not really wearing masks. But, you know, I would say that people that are in a vulnerable situation, they do, do have severe lung disease, for example, don't be embarrassed to wear a mask, particularly in a closed, crowded environment where there's poor ventilation. Sure. Even if you've been vaccinated. The vaccine is not 100% effective. So I think if you are vulnerable to that, if you're in that vulnerable group, uh, don't be embarrassed. Wear a mask. Protect yourself. Masks are very good provided they warm properly over the nose and mouth. Like we did for the COVID. Right. Uh, so that's really the one. And of course, the, the vaccine, of course, the other precaution. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's really the two kind of things which uh, one should try and do. Be outdoors as much as possible. We should obviously difficult in winter. Indeed. Cold. Uh, but uh, flu is less likely to spread. Flu and COVID, less likely to spread in an outdoor milieu, an outdoor environment. Right. Um, so those are really the three things which one can try and do as far as possible. Professor, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, just to give us a load on, on how to now uh, go about uh, taking on influenza, vaccines, etc., and how to guard against that. Thank you once again for joining us. Professor Barry Shub, Chairman of the Ministerial Advisory Committee on COVID Vaccines.